Hi, I'm Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton, and you're listening to Single High, a Notre Dame football podcast from UHND.com, the official home of the Kyle Hamilton fan club. And Greg Welcome back to another edition of Single High, the Notre Dame football podcast from UHND.com. Coming to you in the final days of the 2022 offseason with real football just around the corner. I am Frank Fitovich, one of your hosts for the next hour or so, though you guys know we never keep it to an hour. And I am joined as always the president of the Kyle Hamilton Fan Club and video analyst for Irish Sports Daily, Mr. Greg Flamong. How are we doing this evening, Greg? Are we are we in a good mood? Are we in a bad mood? How did you know how are things going tonight? Uh we're in a good mood, I think. Oh, okay. Things are, uh, things are good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like I'm, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a good mood. Uh, hey, that's better than a bad mood. I will yes. say that. Yes. I will say that. So apparently that means there was no shenanigans at bedtime. Uh, in the Flamong household this evening, because we know that uh, that doesn't that doesn't fly with uh, that doesn't fly with Greg. So, hey, dude, we are a couple days, a couple more than a couple. We're a few days uh, away from well, one from real football uh, just happening. Uh, you know, this weekend, week zero. But I mean, we are was it like nine, ten days away from real Notre Dame football back again, which is really the first Notre Dame football we're really gonna see. Since the Fiesta Bowl, since we didn't really see a whole lot coming out of camp, we didn't really see a whole lot in the spring game, and we're not seeing a, a whole lot coming out of uh, fall camp either. So, uh, are you getting are you getting excited, or are you uh, still still calm before the storm? It's it's a good question, and and Ooh. here's how you know where I'm at um, in terms of my preparation for the season. The other day, I was curious about the 1996 Notre Dame Ohio State game. Okay. And so I went to the YouTube machine and I typed in Notre Dame 1996. Yeah. And I clicked the search and there was not the Ohio State game, but the 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 Notre Dame uh Vanderbilt season opener. Ooh. Full game. And so oh, wait. 96? Yeah. Season opener. Watch the whole thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Is that that's the Thursday game, right? I don't I, I don't think it was a Thursday game. I thought that was, was the weird was, Thursday night game against Vandy that no. Notre Dame squeaked by. Am I thinking of the wrong year? They, they squeaked by. It wasn't a Thursday though. It was a Saturday, and I know it okay. was a Saturday because that was the night of my first um, green and gold like scrimmage okay. for football in high school. Okay. 
and I came home and I, I expected that Notre Dame would be up big because they were, you know, they were a top oh, yeah. 10 ranked team and Vanderbilt is not a top 10 ranked team. Ever. And, and I, and I thought they would be up big and it was like six, nothing or whatever it was in like late third. And I was like, Oh no, this is not good. Come to find out they had fumbled like six times prior yeah. to that. And then later fumbled the seventh time. Uh, it was a squeak. It was like a, like a six. Or, I can't remember. I mean, I vaguely I remember watching it. I mean, what was it? Ninety six. So I was fourteen. Yeah. Uh, it's fourteen years old. Uh, so I mean, that was it. Was it was like seventeen or no? What was it? Off the top of my it head, was, I feel it like was it was 14, like thirteen seven. to seven. Fourteen seven. Okay, that's right. They yeah. got two point conversion late. Um, because they he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were. Man, up you watched nothing. that? I watched the whole thing. I because oh. I remembered it so well. It was actually like I I really enjoy because. That was a game that I had on tape. I watched it over and over again. That's like watching um, the 95 Army game when you search 95 and I, then just look, watching the whole. That it's was exciting. It's it exciting. was exciting. Ivory Covington, you know, saving that season. But uh, or did you end up getting to the 96 highlights? Uh, for Ohio for State? For Ohio State, yeah. Uh, I did, but not not too much. Um, 96 was at the shoe, right? Am I getting my years no, right? No, it was not. 95 96 was. was at Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And 1996 was the Denson punt return callback year, though, correct? Yes. Is that, okay, yeah, that was rough. I went absolutely bananas when that play happened. If I'm not mistaken, I think I broke, I think it was that game that I broke the only bone in my body <laughs> ever in my life that I know of. I think I broke a finger at one point and didn't realize it because one of my fingers is all mangled right now. Um, and it's been for years. I'm like, I ah, probably broke that at some point. But no, it, I think it was after the Denson punt, I literally like jumped up, ran around the house and like jammed my foot on like a door frame and broke my little toe. And that was it. That was the only bone I've ever broken that game. All for not too, because it got called back. Yes. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. But hey, hopefully, hopefully we have better outcomes uh, you know, coming up here or a better outcome at the horseshoe coming up, like I said, in what, nine, 10 days, whenever, however many days it is when you all, uh, you know, end up listening to this. Uh, but with the season that is quickly, quickly approaching, we are going to spend most of our podcast this week talking about some Notre Dame, uh, 2022 season over unders, uh, that we, we did this last year, uh, you know, shared our friends at one foot down, shared their over unders, and player props for the you know for the year it was a lot of fun. We looked back on it in January and laughed at ourselves at some of our uh, not so great predictions that we had um, and answers. So we'll do the same this year. Uh, you know, again in uh, in January when we when we look back. But uh, we got to we got to make the predictions first to be able to look back. So that's what we're going to do this evening. We also got some fun questions from fans. Uh, you know, of uh, of some additional over unders that they would like us to uh, that y'all would like us to uh, you know to, uh, to to answer so we will do those as well um and with that i mean i think there's no new reviews to read guys come on and gals leave some reviews it's been the last review we had was july 23rd as i looked down at my at my calendar it was a full month ago so I think it's time for some new reviews and I think it's time for yeah. some positive, some positive, some more positive reviews. We have all five star reviews. Let's keep that string going. Um, but we will read them if you, uh, if you post them. So with that though, we're going to run through this, 
Greg has got the questions in front of him. I answered our friends at One Foot Down's uh, little Google form, and I guess I thought Google would send me my responses, and it did not. So um, we're going to go through it. Uh, Greg, Greg's got the questions in front I have of the him. Questions. Hopefully, I answer them the same way I did in the Google form because I just I did this earlier uh, today, so it should be fresh on my mind of uh, of what I what I answered. So do, should we just start and just go right into it? Uh yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's let's start. Here we go. 2022 Notre Dame football season over unders. Or did we start with over unders or is the the first uh Um this is the your, your this is a kind of just picking. Picky. Pick okay, player picks and team yeah, picks. It's, That's a, player, it's, it's okay. a player. It's not a, it's not an over under. Okay. All right, first question, who leads Notre Dame in receiving yards from the wide receiver position? Right? So, it oh, means yeah. all wide receivers. Um yes. you just pick one. Yeah. I think um, we're gonna have the same answer here. Pour one out for Avery Davis. Yeah. Um, okay, who you got? I got Lorenzo Styles. If it's we're talking same. just receivers, yeah. I mean, even if Davis had not gotten hurt, I would still say Lorenzo Styles. Oh wait, yeah. I forgot the most important part of this. What? Oh, the beer. Yes. Yeah, there we go. I got another double IPA. Uh, this one is called. I, I got this from a buddy of mine who. Yeah, I'm just going to start calling him by name because I mentioned my friend who gives me beer enough. I got this from Ian, so now everybody knows my buddy Ian. Um, he we, he and I just trade beer. He gave me a few new ones recently. This one is called The Sticky. It's an interesting name. Um, it's a double IPA. I already forgot the brewery that this was from. I know it's a local Jersey one. It is from Short Throw Brewing Company. So we'll see how this one goes down but uh man that was the this is the latest into the pot i think i opened a beer so that's on me mm. and it's solid it's a good beer all right next one what do we what do we got next all right who leads notre dame in rushing yards chris tyree logan diggs audrick estime javon Payne, tyler buckner or drew pine mm. uh, I, i'm a little offended that uh steve angeli gets short shift on this but that's that fun. is true that is that's true fun. Um, I think again, I, this was one that I did have to think about. I remember, and I, I think I did end up, I went with this. I don't know if this is even the safe pick. Um, I went with Tyree mm. because I think Estime is going to get a lot of run and he's going to get his carries, but I still think, you know, for all the talk that we're seeing of like, how, who was it? Uh, Mc, uh, McCullough said something, um, you know, about Estime's got, got everything you want in a workhorse back or a top back. I forget what word, what word he used last week. And everybody was like, whoa, oh, is that, was that a signal that, you know, he's one a and Tyree is one B. I don't, I mean, I think you got Tyree going into his junior year. He's added some weight. He said he's also improved his speed, which he was already one of the fastest players on the team. And I just think it's his time. Uh, so I, that's why I went with Tyree. Who you got? Uh, that all makes sense to me. Um, I'm, I'm buying the hype. I'm going to say Audrey gets to me. Okay. I, I, it's, it's a fair, like, it, it's a fair answer. I thought, you know, who else I think is even in consideration here? Tyler Buckner. Uh, it, it, very much so. I, if, I think I, it's I, play. I will say if it is Tyler Buckner, folks, buckle up. It will have not been a great season if he is Notre Dame's leading rusher because i don't think notre dame wants that i think they want to use buckner strategically to run but i don't think they want him to be you know like wimbush in, and wimbush didn't even lead the team in, in 2017 but i don't think they want him running that much 
No. So yeah. So if Buckner no, does lead the team in rushing, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, yeah. I, I just think I, it just seems to me that um, Estime is uh, there's there's clear momentum there. There is, and I, I think he's got. You know what? I was thinking today too. He's got a little Robert Farmer to him. Ooh, Speaking of man, the you were watching '96. Yeah. Okay. He does. He has a little bit of that in there. And and the funny thing is, is that I, I don't think that Audric Estime is going to start for Notre Dame mm-hmm. um, against Ohio State or maybe the first three games. But I think eventually he'll work into that role. He, I think he needs to be eased in, which is something yeah. that I think Robert Farmer also needed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get uh, in 96 and he fumbled three times. Like, I don't think he was ready to be the guy, mm-hmm. but um, he had some monster games. So I think who did estimate. end up who who ended up leading in '96? Kinder. Oh, that's right, Denson. That, that was his that was his sophomore season. Yeah, he had 200 yeah, carries right. that year that's right. for like 1,200 yards. And yeah, no, K- he was. Uh, Kinder was still was, was or did Kinder graduate? Kinder, he he no, he was on the team. He was yeah. getting hurt all the time. He had shoulder problems. He, he had yeah. myriad uh, issues. That was a good backfield though. It was. That is true. I mean, yeah. you have Mark Edwards too. As you say, and Edwards, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do we got? What do we got next on our? All right. Next question. Questions? Who scores the first touchdown of the season? All right. I went first the last two times, so I don't want to. I don't. I'll even give you the opportunity to All go right. first in some of these. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I we my, know our answers are answers, but. I said Michael ahead. Mayer. As did I. So yeah. that's who I went I mean, with I, last year, and I'm going to go with it again. It, it makes the most sense. Um, it, it's like he's the most. He's the, the safe most bet. likely guy. Yeah, like they're gonna look for him. Um, he scored the first one last year. I so. think I think Buckner is in play here as well, though. You get down to the goal line, and I think Buckner. Absolutely, in play. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think um, Estime is in play as well. I thought about Estime. You get down to like the three or four, they're giving. I it mean, to there's Estime. like there's. I mean, they're all in play, really. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah. I mean, but I mean, if it, Brandon Joseph is in play. Ooh, on a punt or a pick? On a pick, Isaiah right. Foskey in play. That's true. Right. Could be, now, was that the, like, now I can't remember. Uh, in 2012, the, the, the two it touchdown wasn't the first of the game, was it? It definitely was not. No. Okay. I was going to say, I know it was, it was early ish. The first so. touchdown of the game was Theo Riddick. That's right. That is right. That is right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So we both went with Mayer. What yeah. do you, what's next? All right. Who leads the team in total touchdowns? And I assume this is like non passing, right? So, like, yeah. Non, yeah. yeah. So, who leads the team in touchdowns? You can go. I also went with Michael Mayer for this one, but I think, again, this is one where there's probably like three players I could see it being. Got it. Who'd you go with? Uh, I went with Tyler Buckner. Ooh, you think Buckner as a rusher is going to have... Yeah, I think he's going to have double-digit touchdowns. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm excited about it. You are excited about it. You let talk more about that because that you got you. You sounded like uh, you know you lit up a little bit over there. Well, he's such a he's he's thick. He's physical and he's a hard runner. And they used him in the role last year, and he was good at it. And I don't think they'll do a ton of um, design runs for him, but I think mm-hmm. they will at the goal line because you get that extra blocker. Right. You 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 the numbers are in your advantage when the when the quarterback is running. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the route they're going to go with him at the goal mm-hmm. line. So um, and I think it's going to work out All right. on the yeah. spot over under. 
Will he have more or less, more over or under Brandon Wimbush's 14 rushing touchdowns for so 2017? It's funny. I was the number I was thinking was 14. Ah, um, so a push. So I'm, but I will say, I will say under. Okay. Um, if I have to choose, I would say under, like more like 12 or 13, but the number okay. I had in mind was 14. All right. That is a that is a fair and man looking at his numbers yeah man he 141 attempts 803 yards and I mean and that I mean obviously has all the sacks that he took he also was sacked 25 times that year so I mean Matt take I think his, I want to say it, he was he was over a thousand without the sacks wow I want to say I might I, be wrong but it was or something like nine either over a thousand or nine thirty eight comes to mind. 930 I mean, wow that is a very it was a big, specific it's a, yeah it's just in my mind it, it's it, a big number i know i've looked it up before and well, I, while I we're talking it. i'm looking it up so why don't you add while you ask the next question i am currently loading the or we, we line it up we don't even have here we go i got the 2017 season stats they do say you man you were close you were close gain 940 loss 137 uh-huh. 940 and then 137. I mean, again, I don't know if we we could do some math on the fly too. Let's no, assume that can't be right. What's that? Gain 940, loss 137. He Gain ended up with net- 803. 803 940 minus 137. 803. Oh right, yeah, yes, okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, you are, you are welcome. All right, so 940. Oh, 938. Darn well, let's let, let's assume all of those lost 137s were on those 25 sacks. That means he had 116 attempts. And if you divide eight, or no, sorry, if you divide 940 divided by 116, you get an 8.1 yards per carry average. It's not terrible. No. Not bad. Not no. bad. I right. mean, uh, Wimbush was a high school sprinter now. Mm. So he's got the he's got the juice. All right. So um all right. I like that one. I like that one. What what's our what's our next uh, our next one? All right, who leads the team in tackles? Oh, I struggled with this one. I'm not going to lie. Nah, because I think, I mean, Bertrand ran away with it last year. It was not even, like, remotely close, um, you know, when you, when you looked at the tackle total. So I think he is the, the safe and obvious, eh, again, not the safe and obvious pick, but he's probably the obvious pick of, like, well, and I'm loading it up too as we speak. Uh, what did he have last year? It was close to he had 102 or something. Yeah, 101. Next yeah. closest was Drew White at 55. I think he's going to have less this year because again, Notre Dame doesn't want him playing as much as he did last year because we yeah, saw. Yeah, what- yeah. I mean, the despair, the the big discrepancy is because Kyle ended up getting hurt. Like Kyle would have been in the 70s, 80s had he kept playing. That's true. So, um, but point taken. I mean, there was no linebacker who was close to him. Certainly. No, and uh, so I think I look and I, you know what? I answered Bertrand on the sheet because I was like, he's still going to play a lot. I know they're going to rotate the linebackers, but I still see him racking up tackles. But now that I'm talking through it, I kind of maybe wish I took Brandon Joseph. How are you not jumping on Marist? He was your pick last year. Because I don't think he's going to get like high tackle total. You want to tackle for loss. Yeah. I don't think Marist is going to rack up just the total tackles, though. That's my thought. That, I mean, 
it's stunning to me just because the logic is there, right? Like, so yeah. he's playing the position that Bershine was playing last year. Now, granted, yeah. it's a different defense, but yep, that's I don't it. know. I mean, it, it, the only thing I would say is 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 I would there's probably rotation risk with Prince Collie. So I I picked I picked Brandon Joseph. Yeah. Because he doesn't have the rotation risk that like I feel like every other every linebacker kind of does. Yeah. yeah. Every corner, except well, for well, except for Kaiser. Like I, Kaiser is kind of sneaky for this one. By sneaky, the way. you love this. You know Kaiser's what? You, sneaky for this one. Let's not. Let's give him a better nickname than the nickname you had for Dell Alexander. So we can't. Dell. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I'm not giving him a nickname. I'm saying true. as for the pick of this particular, um, you know, for this particular question, I there think could be a, rotation there one. too. I think. I think all there could be, but I think it's probably going to be Joseph. Damn it! I think they would. Answer? I think they would rotate him to another position. I don't think oh. they'd rotate him off the field. That's fair. So, all right, all right. Well, what do we? So we we have not agreed on most of these. That's good. Well, this will make for a good. It's gonna make for a good pod tonight. It's gonna make for a great pod in January because one yeah. of us. Will, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah. uh, well, we'll right, both we, be wrong. It'll be oh. actually be. It'll be. Uh, we'll both have like a thirty percent. Wasn't it last year? Like the most one of us had. We had Ashton on last year too. Um, but wasn't like the most one of us had was like forty percent right. Yeah, it's it terrible. If, yeah. Nobody's know anything. No one no. knows anything. Exactly. Um, who leads the team in sacks? Is, oh, I mean, Fosky. Yeah, I said Fosky too. I wanted to say Riley just because you know he's my this year uh, a guy that I wanted to to hype up like Maris last year, but I couldn't. It's gonna be Fosky. Uh, yeah, we don't need to be all too cute or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna be Fosky. I it, I want it to be too. Like I want him. I want him to get Tuck's record. It would be fun. For him, and it I would, would be and it would be good for the Notre Dame football team. That's exactly why I want it too. I want Notre Dame to have a big time pass rusher who ends up being like a top ten pick because we haven't had that in a long, long, long time, um, yeah. and that would be great for the program. Um, we just lost a five star. Yes, yeah, yeah, from did. the last since the last time we potted, we we hinted that you know that we all. Heard the whispers last time, or, or saw the writing on the wall that that you know the, the Keon Keeley decommitment was coming. But. I think he was the rare uh, silent decommit. Yeah, you know how they had the silent commit. I think he was a silent decommit. He was decommit. yeah. He just didn't no, the original, the original silent decommit is a Morian Walker. Come on, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, all right, who scores more rushing touchdowns, Tyler Buckner or Chris Tyree? Oh man, I don't remember who I put for this. I think I said I think I said Buckner, and obviously you are going to say Buckner. I since he leads the well. team. I'm pretty sure I put Buckner, uh, you know, for my you know for my answer there, because yeah, I don't think Tyree, I don't think Tyree is going to get. He's not going to like, get to get a lot of goal line touches because uh, that's going to go to Estime. So yeah, I'll go with uh, uh, who nope. finishes with more catches. Avery Davis or Deion Colsey? Ah, hmm. uh, Avery Davis. Yeah. So obviously, our, our 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 buddies at One Foot Down put these together prior to the Avery Davis right. injury, and yes. we're just getting to yes. it. Um, pre Avery Davis injury, I would have said Avery Davis. I would have said Avery Davis as well. Yeah. Um, especially because now, I mean, Colsey's banged up and is you know not necessarily back fully yet. So, um, but. Uh, 
Uh, now obviously it'll be Colsey. So we yeah. which we will strike that from our record um, as a as one that we'll look back on in January because there's yeah, no way doesn't to, doesn't count doesn't yeah. count. Um, who ends up joining the list of Notre Dame villains by season's end? So I, why don't we go through like some of the some of the uh, the the candidates before we just get sure. an answer? So there these are people that I considered right. So okay. I don't know if um, if Phil Dracovic is is mm-hmm. already a villain or not. Um, if he is not, then I could see I I kind of consider him already to be the case just because Ooh. the 2020 game was so obnoxious with the text messages and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of run its course. Um, but like the senior day thing, like he's going to be coming back and that's like, no, yeah. I'm very much not looking forward to the, the, the talking point of all that stuff. And no, but I'm looking forward to Brandon Joseph is. picking him off twice. So that I'm looking forward to would be fun. Would be in, in on that. All right. Who would else you got on the, on the possible villains? Um, so there's Caleb Williams. Okay. Um, who could, there could be a brooding, um, brooding uh dis discontentment with him yeah. i was thinking of um i think his name is brian brzee i know his first last name is brzee but the the uh the defensive tackle for clemson mm-hmm. he seems like the kind of guy who is like everyone's kind of complaining about for like oh he's such a like he's He's the way he's acting, and you know he he thinks he's this, that, and the other thing. Uh, like, like that linebacker they had for like eighteen. Yeah, years. like Skalski kind of right. And I don't know, like I'm I'm not trying to disparage Brzee's character or anything like that. I it just like fans are petty, and they mm. they get it in their mind that they don't like someone, and you know that's how it goes. So I could see him. Um, did you have any others that you considered but didn't choose? Hmm. I don't think I did. I think I, I thought of somebody and went with it. Um, you put more thought into this one than I did. Did you have any others that you that you thought about? No, no, that was basically. I it. included coaches, by the way. No, that's fine. You get yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So who? All right. So you went. Those are those are obviously ones that you didn't pick. Who did you pick? I picked Jason Garrett. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Oh man. Uh I. Yeah, that's a good one. I can't argue because, that. Because I think people are generally unhappy with the situation with NBC. And yeah, but people are going to try and because here's the thing about Jack Collinsworth, right? No matter what, he really wants the job. And oh, he, yeah. It, it really means a lot to him. And I think because of that, anytime you, we know someone has an appreciation for the school, then we will give them the benefit of the doubt. Jason Garrett is going to get none of that. No, right? he is not. He is just a guy. And so it's we, we already don't like the situation. And it's like, we'll give Collinsworth a pass. Garrett will get none of it. He is he people are going to be complaining about him so much. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> just by just by proxy. It's just uh, unfortunately for him. Yeah, that's a that, that is a good one. I did. I went with Lincoln Riley. See, I don't know. Is he already a villain? Is he I, I already was thinking a villain? he's already there. That's that's fair, but that's who I put because I don't want to like him in the slightest. Um, yeah, that's I feel fine. like we haven't faced him yet, so I was like, how can we? How can he be a villain yet to Notre Dame if he uh, if he has not been on the on the schedule? Uh, so I went with him. Okay. Fair. All right. Fair. All right. Um, 
so I'm gonna put, okay, put this. I have yeah. to refill it out again. I, yeah, I know. That's... I'm filling it out for ISD. Is basically yeah. what I'm doing. There we go. I have, I have the ISD account on here. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna put it here. Okay. All right. This is this is a tough one. I mean, obviously, because it's so many. But um, who does Notre Dame score the most points against? Right. So to refresh. Yes. Open Ohio State, then Marshall, Cal, North Carolina, BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson, Navy, BC, USC. Yes, I said UNLV. Okay. And I, it was more, I didn't, a couple of years ago, you know, the week after a Stanford game, I probably wouldn't have picked somebody because that was like, you know, the tough hard fought game. But I mean, the last couple of yeah. Stanford games have been laughers. So um, I don't necessarily worry about that uh, anymore. Uh, so that's why I went, I, I went with them. I was, I kind of looked at it like, you know, it's not going to be Clemson. It's not going to be Navy because of time of possession. I would love it to be Boston college. I just don't know if it will uh, maybe Southern Cal, um, but their defense is going to be better. And it's going to be the end of the year. I thought maybe the uh, another one I thought maybe was Cal, but um, I ended up going with UNLV. I don't think Marshall. I mean, I think Marshall's like the one. It's like ah, they're the worst team. But it's a week after the Ohio State game, and either way, I think you're gonna. I don't know that we're gonna see like a sixty point explosion the week yeah. after playing Ohio State on the road in a big game. But that was my rationale for UNLV. Okay, um, it's fair. It's all okay. fair. Um, yeah. I think Cal. They, Cal has a good. Um, uh, Wilcox is a good uh, That's true. defensive coach. He he he's pretty good. So um, I went with Stanford. Oh, that would be fun. I think Stanford stinks. Well, I yeah, don't, they're I mean, not good. It's not that I think it. It's that they stink. Um, so that's part of it. Um, and it, yeah, it just it, it made the most sense to me. Like I feel like that they're gonna play a tough team against BYU um, the week before, and then they're gonna um, go to Stanford. And we're 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 reliably informed that the mother of the pod, um, Susan Pollard, is going to be in attendance, and they're Ooh, going to put on a show for her. They're going to put true. on a light show, and that, so that's that, that's my that, prediction. That is true. When you said, you know, hey, I'm gonna maybe, maybe I'll head out. I was like, what, what? When is that date again? And then I looked. I'm like, oh no, that's that's little guy's birthday weekend. I'm like, it's I'm not it's, gonna- it's my daughter's as well. So, so yeah. and and I'm going and I'm going to Vegas. So that's I know you are. See, I'm still I am still on the fence as to I've been I've been given the green light to resume games or at least a game. You know, now that we got the little guy under control, you know, at least or we got parenting somewhat under control. I know we're never going to have it in control, but we got it down. So, you know, just a couple months ago, ready. Wife was like, yeah, you should totally go to a game. I was like, OK, cool. Um, so this is my latest idea though. And I think I mentioned to this to you over message today. Like I really, I'm, I'm looking at the Clemson game because I would like to go to that game. Yeah. However, I kind of want to see how we look <laughs> against Ohio state first, because my other thought is if I'm allowed to get away for a weekend, wouldn't it be as fun to go and rent like a lake house or a cabin or something with a bunch of my buddies that would go to the game and instead of going to the game, just like sitting around and watching college football like all day with no responsibilities at all. It sounds on glorious. YouTube, on, on YouTube TV with four screens. 
Exactly. Just like, dude. Well, you met. Uh, well, actually, no, you didn't meet, but you you potted with uh, with our with our good our oldest buddy of UHND, uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if I've ever shared his setup. He has got the most ridiculously awesome college football setup of all time. It's did I ever send it to you? It's like six or seven screens. I think I've seen it. Yeah. With with every game, and that was it was funny. Is he he would be he would be part of this crew, and he was like the only thing that that could be you know not great about doing this because it sounds amazing is there only be one screen. So how do we watch more games at once? It's like well, we could figure we could figure that out, but that is. That's that, that that that's on the agenda right now. Those are those are things being considered because like if it's not Clemson, I do I want to go to and I would want it to be a home game if I'm going to one. I'm not gonna go to Marshall. I don't think I'm gonna go to Cal. Uh, Stanford, like I said, is out. So yeah, that's that that's a that's a thought. I'm still it's percolating. It's percolating. So, right. what do we got is our next question. Who scores the most points against Notre Dame? Hmm. Ohio State. I disagree. Oh, okay. Who you got? I said USC. I don't like that. I well, just it's the, it's the it thing is, it's the, it's the end of the year. Yeah. So, um, it, just, it's the thing about it. it I don't think it, here's the thing. Well, we'll get to it later in the pot. In the, yeah. in the you think it comes up again. You think USC scores more than Ohio State? Yes. All right. All right. That's a choice. It is a choice. That is a choice. Okay. I just, yeah, I w- I'm going to go Ohio State. Okay. USC wasn't go. even, they weren't even my second pick, to be honest. Who's your second pick? Second pick, I think, I would probably go with Clemson. Why? They were bad last year, but... That's the outlier of the last 10 years or whatever of Clemson football. So I would go, I think they will rebound. Um, okay. More so I, than, than I would, I would get Clemson USC who wins that game. Who, who wins? Yeah. Well, I think Clemson will win. Yeah. And Clemson's bad. So that's so why I think that they have the but they, but, potential. But I don't think Clemson's going to score a ton of points against no. USC. I don't think we'll see. I mean, maybe I just think USC. Here's the thing: I'm not predicting a loss to USC. I think their defense stinks, and so that's the difference. So I I don't, I don't think USC is going to put up like 50 points or anything. So what do you? That's a good question. What do you think that is? What do I think? What is that point total? It could be like 35. And you don't think Ohio State's going to score 35? No. Wow. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right too. If both of those things come to come to fruition, maybe I will be going to the Clemson game because we'll be a pretty damn good team. Um all right. Well then what what do we got next? All right, next let me go on here. All right. All right, which is more? Tyler Buckner thirty yard completions or Buckner twenty yard carries? I went with completions. Same. Yeah. Cause again, I don't think Notre Dame, I think you want to use him strategically to run i don't think i don't think you want to use him too too much you don't want to use, I, I i'll say it again you i don't think we i don't think he's gonna have 116 attempts like wimbush did i have the number written down in front of me like wimbush did in 2017 yeah 
that feels like too many uh, for somebody who's had some injury challenges. And I just don't think they want him to. Yeah, and I think if you look at the type of receivers Notre Dame has, like these aren't possession guys, right? Like yeah. You guys can get down the field, right? Yeah, I mean, a, a stupid bubble screen could get you. Were those little, remember, you know which one I think we're going to see a little more of that we hadn't seen in a couple of years is that little pop pass we saw right. a lot yeah. with um, what year? That was 19, right? When Davis yeah. had the pop pass and then somebody else had one that was like 70 yards. So, yeah, I think we'll see more of that. Okay, yeah. so there we go. We agree on one. So now it's definitely going to be 20 yard runs, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is more 30 plus yard passes allowed or 30 plus yard passes made made. I said made too. I think people were under the impression that last year Notre Dame gave up a bunch of like big plays through the air. And that wasn't the case. They well, it was fifth... through like the first four weeks. Well, they, but they, they only ended they up. Shut with... it, but the, then they shut it down. Yeah. Right. Um, they only ended up with 15 against and 24 um, made. So I mean, mm-hmm. they this this hit on the uh, on the made last year. So and, th- and Notre Dame wasn't a good deep passing team last year. So I I, I think it's definitely going to be um, made. And I should I mean I say definitely. So like you said, it'd probably be the over. God damn it. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, that's, that's how I see it. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's been, and I think it's been that way for a few years in a row now. So, yeah. Well, the the way I look at it too, is there's like a couple teams that are going to hit maybe a couple 30 yard passes Yeah. on Notre Dame. And then other than that, I think it'll be rare. It'll be like last year. Whereas I think Buckner's going to hit them regularly. And I mean, regularly means to me, like probably one a week at least. So okay, all right. All right. Um, we got what we got next. All right, which is more games the Irish score forty plus or games the Irish give up twenty plus? I think I said games they give up twenty plus, but I kind of regret that after picking it. Why? Because again, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the the schedule. There's probably a there's 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 a good number of games Notre Dame can go over forty. Uh okay. Can. And, yeah. And whereas, I mean, I guess you look at, if again, if I should have done this when I did it. I, Ohio State will be over 20. I don't think Marshall will. I don't think Cal will. I don't know if North Carolina will. I don't, I, they lost a lot. They, maybe. Yeah. BYU probably will. Stanford won't. UNLV won't. Syracuse probably won't. Clemson, I think, will. Navy, I don't think, will. I don't think Boston College will. Uh, and Southern Cal probably will. Okay. What do you got? What, what did you I, have before? Now that I, I said it. I said 20 plus. Okay. But I don't think – see, so I think people are going to make the assumption that I think the defense is going to be bad. Like, I don't at all. That's um, what I heard you say. I heard you say that. I just – You said <laughs> I just, I just, I just think that – I don't think they're going to score 40 plus that often. And I don't think they're going to give up 20 plus that often either. So that's true. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if they win games, like I think they're going to score a lot between 33 and 38 points. Yeah. And I think they're going to give up between 17 and 24 points, a good amount. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so I, to me, it's, 
it's more of like that's going to be the spread of a lot of games. Um, and not all of them, obviously. Like there will be some where they score in the 40s and or hold some team to 10 or whatever it is. But yeah. um, I think at the end of the day, it'll probably be like, like maybe one more 20-point game than 40-point game, something like that. But it won't be like a big number. It'll be like four. It'll be like three to four. This is one I hope we're both wrong on then because I would love it to be 40-plus. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah. But that's another one we agree on. We got to disagree on one coming up. This is too many agree, uh, too many agreeable ones in a row. What's what's next? Uh, which is more Brandon Joseph interceptions or Kyle Hamilton career was this Was this for you? It's such a farce. It's a farce. Was question. this this was in for you? I want. I, I it's wanted honestly to like I I I almost just skipped it out of principle. I wanted to answer Brandon Joseph just to just just to needle you a little bit, but I mean the career it's interceptions. Such, it's such a, it's such an insult. The career interceptions for Kyle Hamilton for those you know who maybe don't know it off the top of their head. Greg could probably rattle off what every single which each one of them was. I can not only name off every single pick, I can name the the ones that should count as well. Oh, well, now we have to derail cuz it's 8 career. It's 8. So let's let's hear him. Uh, it's 8 got? in the it's 8 in the book. 8 okay, in the so book. Had, so in 2020 he had a pick against um he had a pick against BC that was erroneously called back. Okay, well that one's not phantom. in the book. A yeah. phantom. Or I'm gonna, that's what I'm saying. It's not okay. in the book. So a, a phantom face mask against Bo Bauer. So that's yep. nine. Erroneous. Um, but go ahead. Erroneous. He had the pick against Toledo, which was erroneously mm. overturned. So that's ten. Yeah. Uh, he had so and then so there's ten that he made. Mm-hmm. You have um, all the DJ Brown interceptions that that Kyle didn't get to participate in because he was hurt. <laughs> So that makes 12. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, so. Uh, in, hey, I'm still in, waiting. You said, you in, know, in all eight. Life, I no, no, I, that's all. That's all of them. So that's, that's, that's. Oh, that's I thought you meant. Another you 12. Off. So that's 12. I thought you meant you could rattle off all eight of the interceptions that he has in the book. That's what I thought. Oh, you, you want to know in the book? That's what I thought you meant when I was like, can you name them all? And you were like, I can name them all. And I can name all the ones that he should have had. Oh, Okay. All right. So first pick against um, New Mexico, second pick against Virginia, third pick against Virginia Tech, fourth pick against BC, Uh, fifth pick was against, let me see, fifth pick was against Clemson, Uh, sixth pick was against Florida State, seventh pick was against Florida State, Uh, eighth pick was against Purdue. Folks, that's why he's the president of the Kyle Hamilton fan club. I have no way of fact checking this on the spot. It's all I'm gonna, correct. It's I'm going to assume it's all correct. Greg, on the spot, did you? You know what? No, you didn't. You 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 know this. You probably. I'm surprised you weren't able to also say like the quarterback that threw it, where it happened on the field, and all. But um, that is. Impressive. I absolutely could. <laughs> I absolutely could. Could you? You no wait. Do you? Who was the New Mexico quarterback that he intercepted? I don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> All right, all right. He was That's left-handed. Still... I know that. <laughs> oh, man. I know man. Dalen Hayes tipped it. Oh, my God. This might be the best segment that we've had in the year plus that we've thought it. That was amazing, sir. Good for you. Good for you. Greg, as always, for the brand. All right. So, next. What's our, <laughs> what's our next question? 
Um, which is more? Where, where did you pick for this? Oh, come on. Okay. I don't think All Brandon right. Joseph's going to have eight this year, so I went with Kyle Hamilton. I mean, look at I. God bless him if he does, right? That God would be bless him. Amazing. It would be amazing. Uh, what is the, which, I don't even know offhand what, what the Notre Dame record for interceptions in the season is. It's definitely I know not eight. Someone, I, it's 10. Is it? How uh, yeah. I want to say like Luther Bradley had 10. 10? Holy moly. All right. I should. That's before my time, but also, wow. All right. Hold on, All right. I'm gonna look it up now. Okay. All right. Um, ten. All right. Oh, Mike Townsend. It is ten. Yeah. Wow. Holy. That's that's almost one a game. All right. What 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 do we got next? Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, which is more passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns? What do you? I'll let you go. I've been going first. What do you got? So funny enough, Ooh. I put passing. Okay. Yeah. I did as well. Oh, okay. I so trust what Buckner's think, what arm. Do you, what do you What do you think the number is? Well, I mean, he's not going to be the only quarterback either. That's oh, yeah. okay. Um, well, like I, last year, right? I mean, that's uh, true. you know, Jack Cohn threw what twenty five, and then Buckner threw a couple, and uh, yeah, Pine threw a couple. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially if you're, I mean, there may be some, some backup slash mop up duty. I think it's going to be in the same range. I think it's going to be like 27, 28. Yeah, I, I, so I think passing touchdowns is going to be like 32. Ooh. I was trying to temper my expectations because I am high on Tyler Buckner and I'm trying to rein it in, to be honest. I really think he's going to be really good. And I just want, I don't want to be hurt. <laughs> it's essentially this is kind I, of like, it's kind of contradictory on my end. Cause I don't think they're going to score that many points. So I don't know how I marry yeah. that. I don't know how I'm going to hit both so of these, thir- but 32 I think I am, TDs I passing plus at least 14 or 13 rushing for Buckner. Notre Dame is going to set a team scoring record according yeah. to Greg. While yeah. Also not going over 40 points very often. It's going to be fun. So what do we, <laughs> Hey, we agree on another one though. There you go. What, uh, what, what's up next? All right, let's see. Next. Okay. Over, under points scored 38.4. I said under. I also said. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm obviously saying that if I'm being consistent. True. Yeah. No, I did. I said under. I said under as well. Um, okay. Over, under points per game allowed 18.3. Fun fact. Yeah. 18.3 was the um, average per allowed per game last year. Yep. It was also the average allowed per game in 2020. Exactly. Okay. I said over. Same. Because I, I agree with it, you that I, it's... I don't think it hits 20, though. No, I agree with you. It's it's. There's going to be a lot of, like, 17 to 24s. Not final scores, but 17 to 24 point, you know, outputs by opponents. Yeah. So I agree with that one. All right. All right. Over under Tyler Buckner touchdown to interception ratio three to one. Now I said, Ooh, last year. Yeah. Just for context, I, I believe Jack Cohn was two and a half to one. Yes. And this is where I'm not, you know, keeping the reins in of my optimism of Tyler Buckner. I went over. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Okay, so give me the numbers. 
Um, so obviously, if it's like 28, let's say 27 TDs, I think it's gonna be about like eight interceptions, seven to eight interceptions. 27 TDs, eight interceptions. Yeah. Okay. That'd be right, uh, right above three to one. It would. It would. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So for me, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like 28 to 10. Okay, which That's is obviously just which is obviously just under. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I um, think you got all those interceptions out in Blacksburg. They're gonna. That was it. They're just all out. Yeah, I, I think twenty-eight. I think ten is is fine. I think it's a fair. Yeah, I, for first year starting quarterback, that is yeah. uh, very fair. And honestly, that would be good. I, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. No, it would be pretty good. Okay, um, over under five hundred yard rushers, three and a half. Oh, for I uh, say so yeah. Well, I'll let you go. Uh, under. Same. Fun fact. Fun fact. I I actually looked this up because when when they did it the first time, uh, Notre Dame hasn't had three, um, three people, let alone over three. Yeah, hasn't had three people rush for five hundred yards since like nineteen ninety six. Or like 1995 or something like so that. No, actually, no, it wasn't. Today. It wasn't. It wasn't even then. Actually, those teams didn't. It was like 92 or something. Mm-hmm. It, they almost like if the if they almost never reach two and a half. Really? It yeah. It's just like doesn't happen. There's one season that I'm thinking. I'm gonna look it up. There's one what season, season that are you thinking? I was thinking, could be wrong. 20 wait you said not even three not even three i thought 2015 no 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 sir there was three 500 yard rushers in 2015 cj pro size was over well maybe 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 there was one obviously maybe okay so then there was one pro size 1032 yards adams 835 kaiser 520 Okay. Well, either way, beyond that, then. Which that's is still under. Like the, it's it's the only one. It is the it's still under, but that's like the only one since. Yeah, like, and then the next after correct. Kaiser after Kaiser was was Zaire at one oh three. So you had like four hundred less after that. I went under uh, as well. I mean, I think the I think three is possible, but if it's three, I think you're probably looking at like estimate. Buckner and Tyree would be the three. That's my thought. And then you got Diggs is like right on the cusp of that. And the reason I would say, like, I think they're going to ease him back in. It's just so many carries. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just so many. But I mean, they might not. I mean, again, we don't know. We just don't know much this year, just like last year or sorry, just like in spring. We just don't know that much coming out is like, how are they going to distribute the carries? We don't we don't yeah. quite know. We'll know, you know, in Columbus, not before. Yeah. All right. So we both went under on that one, though. So. All right. Over under team yards per rush at five. It's been under. Okay. I'm gonna go over. 
Okay. I'm also, I got 2015 still loaded up. You know what it was in 2015? It was like 6.2. Well, this says 5.6. Oh, okay. But I'm also looking. Particular player. Uh, Process was 6.6. I want to say. I'm going to go. I I think Dexter was 6.2 in 2018. That's why it comes in. Oh, 2018. Uh, Okay. Um, No, I was thinking, yeah, 2015. Team average yards per rush was 5.6. What was it in 2017? I could look that up in just one second, which I think, let's see, which is actually now the more that I'm thinking of it. I mean, Kaiser was, Kaiser had not thrown a pass in a game before that year and ended up being pretty good. Um, Let's see. So stats. You want 2017? 2017. Final stats. We got. Do, do, do. Oh, average yards for what? For rush in 17 was 6.3. Hmm. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Who was the um, offensive line coach on some of these teams? I'm forgetting. <laughs> who, who was that? Um. So I'll say over. I'm gonna. Um, I, oh, you know why? Because we're almost at 95 Nebraska. That's how you win a title. Yes, Notre did. Dame, 95 Nebraska. Buckner plays the role of Tommy Frazier. Championship. Yeah, I'm gonna say over. Okay. Say over too. I, I, they're just gonna run the ball better. You know. They are. I'm gonna. I went over. Um. Okay. Um. Over under quarterbacks used two and a half. Uh, I went over. I did too. I, I think they're gonna play Angeli. Mapa I, 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 Right. I think they're all gonna play at some point. I think it's they not just play gonna Angeli. be fine. They like Notre Dame yeah. well, well, historically when it was when BK would play three quarterbacks in in laughers. And there's gonna be a couple of laughers this year. So right. I think I think I think over. Yeah. Um possibly by September. I think Angeli gets on the field before the end of September. Agree. Yeah, yep. I mean, hopefully there's some blowouts there. Yeah, exactly. Um, over under fourth down attempts, 25 and a half. I assume they've been around this. I didn't look this up. I assume that they've been around this. I, I did. I only looked up last year's, to be perfectly honest. And last okay. year was like eight. Well, I got 17 loaded up in front of me. Um, eight, that was 18. Let's look up last year's real quick while I have this right in front of me. Um, I want to say last year's was like 17 or 18 as well. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 2021 statistics. We got third down, fourth down, 17 for Notre Dame. So I went under. Okay. I don't want Notre Dame to be attempting more than two. Well, I mean, I'm thinking like around two fourth downs a game. That's not a good necessarily. Unless, I mean, unless the the spirit of the question isn't necessarily close games, so much as it will Freeman be more willing to lean into fourth downs than BK was. Because um, that's the rage in the NFL these days. Is right. You go, you go for it on fourth down now when you didn't in the past. Right. Um, so there's that. There's the trend of the f- football period. Yeah. Um, there's also the fact that maybe you're not as confident in your field goal kicker. Fair. Um, but Groot, he's he's hitting them in practice, man. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I, I that's what we hear, and, and that's, that's what we fine. hear. Oh, haven't seen it. Doesn't matter. It's it. 
I don't even I don't even know how much to credit that. I'm just saying it's a new kicker and all those things. That's true. Um, I think the fact that the fact that Freeman is defensive minded is kind of like that weighs on me a little bit because defensive coaches like they're a little bit more conservative by nature. Yep. Um, it's like punt. Let us play defense. We'll get you the ball back. You know. True. Um, I said over. Oh, okay. Because and the reason the I said over is not not so much because the kicking. I mean that that could be a factor, but I think with Tyler Buckner, he's That's... the type of guy where it's like, hey, let's uh, let's take some chances with this guy. Let, let's get let's get the ball in his hands. Let's let him do some stuff. Whereas okay. maybe you wouldn't do that with like uh, like Cone. Jack Cohn, for example. Yeah, which is fair. Um, right, and 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 plus, like I think I think. Um, I think Tommy Reese will be able to touchdown Tommy will be able to impress on Freeman. Like, Hey, I got a call for this. Like, I like this. Right. Or like, like Freeman could, or Reese could tell Freeman like, Hey, I'm calling, I'm calling this play on third. Like, I think it gets into a good fourth down situation. Like I, I kind of want to go for it. And I think Freeman has kind of shown himself to be like, oh. like the kind of coach who's, like not, he's not like a. It needs to be my call, right? Like he'll yeah. lean on Reese and he'll trust him. So like, I think he's gonna do that more. So I, I, I and maybe I'm just willing this into existence because I think punting is stupid. Punting um, is stupid. And punting and kicking is stupid, right? Like just go for it. Um, so yeah, that's unless that's you're in the big, and then it's life. Punting is life if you're in the big. Um, so but yeah. anyway, <laughs> I still went under. But I so as you were you were talking, I looked up a couple years um, that I think are solid comps at least in terms of personnel it's like 17 i'd already mentioned i had that loaded up that was what that was a no that's not 18 fourth down where'd that go yeah i know it was 18 18 notre dame was 10 of 18 in 2017 do you want to take a guess at how many fourth downs notre dame attempted in 2015 with cj process josh adams and deshaun kaiser in the backfield uh 12 8 all season (laughs) not a lot of fourth downs no that's not that's terrible no Um, no no not 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 great not great at all and that was with a defense that was like gee it was okay it wasn't great uh because the defensive coordinator um 57 punts that year anyway okay all right, what do we got? What do we got next? Over under receptions by a leading receiver at 70. Okay. Do you know the leading? I do. I looked this one up. Do you know the leading receiver from 2021 and his total? Michael Mayer. Correct. And the total? Didn't you have 71? 71. Correct. So I went yeah. over because I think Mayer is not going to get less targets this year. Um, I also went over. Yep. Why would I bet against that? Yeah, exactly. He's going to get more. If like I said if anything, he's going to get more targets. So okay. I, I I bet I bet the under on that last year and it didn't work out. So true. I think I did as well. All right. Does the quarterback name starter get benched during the season? Now I listened to their pod when they talked about this. Okay. And and it was benched for performance. Yes. So it's not like uh you know a blowout situation or. 
Uh, or like even early 2018 when they were bringing in book for like specific packages. When yeah, yeah, not even started. that. Like it's got to be yeah. like the the Virginia Tech game. Yeah. Like Ex- yeah, no, yeah. this isn't working. We're we're yeah. going with someone else and we're sticking with that person. That's yeah. what no. it is. And I I answered no. I also answered no. I'm not. I don't, I just don't see it. TB12 man and TB12 we trust. TB12. <laughs> okay does tobias merriweather's final stat line exceed styles uh 2021 24 catches 344 yards one touchdown i said yes so it's kind of tricky because like one if, if one thing it, like he could have 18 catches for 250 and three touchdowns right does that exceed like how does that work you know, he could have 20 catches for 370 yards and two touchdowns. Like that yeah. would be more yards and more touchdowns. Like does that exceed? I don't know how you determine that. Um, but you said yes. I did. Okay. Because I don't do you think all three. All three. What was the reception total again? 24. 24. Yes. So in all reason. three. Okay, I think, I, the reason I think it is Notre Dame's receiving like position this year, like where we're at, yeah. is is not necessarily better than last year's. So in terms of opportunities, I think he's probably gonna have the same amount of opportunities as Styles. I think the one thing that really helped Styles, obviously, the one thing that really helped Styles uh, numbers last year was the the opportunity in the Fiesta Bowl. I think Merriweather is gonna have a game like that before a bowl game. Because he is more he he is more advanced as a receiver than Styles was last year. Styles was like I mean we're we're all counting on him to become a great receiver because he showed glimpses of it. But I think not everybody maybe fully remembers he was pretty raw coming out of high school. He played in a run first offense where like he had a lot to you know acclimate to as a receiver, whereas Merriweather is a little bit more advanced than he was. And with all of the injuries that Notre Dame's had, like even the minor ones that they've had at at receiver this summer, Merriweather's gotten so many reps that I don't think Styles got last summer. Uh, I mean, Styles was getting his reps, but I mean, it wasn't like, you know, there were days when Notre Dame was down Avery Davis, Jane, um, Jane Thomas, and also, um, uh, Colsey, you're down three year scholarship receivers at times. Yeah. So Merriweather got a lot more looks in fall camp than Styles did last year, and I think he's gonna have he's gonna have a couple games where you're just like, oh, okay. He's gonna have a game or two, like Styles Fiesta Bowl. Then he's gonna have, then he's gonna have his freshman games where you're like, oh, he had like one catch, whatever, or no catches, right? Like, but I think he'll. I think when, by the end of the season, we're going to be like, he's he is going to be a dude that with him and Styles in 2023. Whew, I think that's what we're going to see throughout the year. You told me he's the fastest player on the team, or second fastest. Was uh, it fastest yes. or second fastest? Well, in terms of miles per hour, he was at least in June. Right? Yeah. I, I, who knows where it is now? Yeah. Um, I also said yes. Just because of opportunity, really. Exactly. It's going to be there. Right. And he's good. It's not that – like, look, I was just looking up Duvall Kamara's stats as a freshman. 
and he was one where it's like opportunity was there. Yeah. Um, 32 for 357 and four, right? So yeah, and that was a um, bad year. It was a bad year, bad but year. it's like when opportunity is there, you can do numbers, right? He's gonna he's gonna put up some 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 numbers. Right. I yeah. Um, does Notre Dame Stadium get invaded by an opposing fan base? I think so. Uh, which one? Clemson. You think so? Yeah, they didn't. They they missed out on the opportunity to come up in twenty because there were no fans. They did. It's really not that far. Like it's not a long trip for them. I think they're going to. I don't. I don't think it'll be quite Georgia level, but I think it's. I think there's going to be a lot of orange, and it's going to. Well, the only thing that might make it not stand out, to be honest, is that game is what November fifth or sixth. I can't remember off the top of my head. It could be cold, and people coming up from the south are going to have to wear. They're. I mean, you know, they're not. They might not be used to what South Bend weather is in you know early November because it could be cold. Hell, but it's like the weather could be so predict unpredictable in the you know in the in the Midwest. It could be like fifty or sixty that day, right? Um, maybe not sixty, but I mean, it could be nice that day. But if if, if it's cold, it's a night game. They're going to have to put their jackets on. And I'm going to just assume, I mean, maybe some of them have like, I don't know, bright orange Clemson starter jackets that they could wear to have them stand out on TV. Um, probably not. But in terms of uh, volume in the stadium, I think there there's going to be a lot of Clemson fans. It's their first chance. Most of them, yeah. the first chance in their lifetime to come up to Notre Dame Stadium. And look. It pains me to say it, but we know that Notre Dame fans will sell those tickets for, you know, to the highest bidder. And it's not like Notre Dame's doing a whole lot to encourage sellouts these days anymore either. So I, I think it's all gonna not be great that that weekend. I said no. Okay. I um, hope so. I hope you're every right. every invasion we've ever seen took place yeah. in September. True. There's never been a November invasion. Has there been a game, though, that you could think of as marquee of an opponent with as loyal of a fan base that has not had the opportunity to come to Notre Dame Stadium before or in many, many years? What was it, like the 70s was the last time there was a, a home game for Notre Dame against Clemson that like fans could come to? That 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 scenario ha- doesn't present itself very often because most of the time when they're playing those big time games, it is in September because it's before, you know, whoever gets into their out of conference or to their in conference schedule. So it's got to be in September. Um, and then if you're playing for Notre Dame, typically your November games are, uh, you know, some of the traditional rivals. We play Navy a lot in uh, you know in November, Boston College a lot in November. Those are teams that don't mm. travel. I can't remember a marquee November Notre Dame home game against somebody like a Clemson off the top of my head in a long time. It's a fair point. Um, The thing is that what if Clemson's like dropped a game or two? Well, that's a fair point, which you seem to think is possible. I do think it's possible. And and I also think like it's easy so it's easier for the fans to be like we're definitely going we we know it's going to be a huge game in you know for Georgia, right? Or for Cincinnati, right? Like Cincinnati planned like if Cincinnati loses to Indiana, like maybe they all show up the same 
Like maybe it's all the same deal because those tickets are bought. But like it's different when it's like I don't know. I kind of want to see in November, right? And so I I think that will play a big part. And you know I, I just I, I just don't think it's gonna happen okay. for some reason. I, I don't have like a good. I just there's there's something about it being November. It's just I don't see it. I think it's got to be like a September thing. That's fair. Um, I just looked up too, just 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 to see. Because I was like, I can't remember a big-time opponent. Clemson could be very well. I can't either. I, to be honest, I can't either. All right, so you want to hear? I looked it up. Oh, wait. No, I did not. That includes home and away. Give me a second. I'm going to I'm gonna search this. Uh, game site. Home. Let's see. I mean, it usually doesn't. It's usually a September thing. I'm going to even Those teams are all in a conference. Exactly. Okay. In the last... 20 years. This is insane. That is what. Let me make sure I did my search right. In the month of November, a Notre Dame home game, an opponent ranked 15 or less. How many times do you think Notre Dame has had a home opponent in November ranked in the top 15 in the last 20 years? So this goes back to 2020 or 2002. 2002. Oh, no, 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 I, well, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to think about like, no, like maybe, maybe it's one or zero. It's well, it's three. It's three. It is three. We got. Well, well, uh, other okay. I know there's 2020 Clemson, so okay, I guess so two other than so 2020. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah. I, so I was thinking there. So I was 2020 Clemson was baked in. So I, I mean, one more. So basically, there's a, there's a, there's a second one that I'm not thinking of. 2010 Utah was 15th. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. 2003 Florida State was five, and they just boat raced Notre Dame. That was day. November. Yeah, I was the, uh, for some reason okay, November first. Some reason I thought that, Oh, okay. I, I was it's thinking it was October. That's wild. I was, for some reason I was thinking October. Okay, so in our lifetimes, because we're about the same age, it's been a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten home opponents in the top fifteen in our lifetimes. Going back to that, that goes back to the nineteen eighty two season. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't think of it until. So it, 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 there's been not a lot of opportunity. Utah fans weren't going to, you know, come out in droves to Notre Dame Stadium in 2010. Florida State fans don't travel. You go back farther, 2001, Tennessee was seventh. Um, and they came in to Notre Dame in 2001, beat Notre Dame 28 to 18. I don't remember there being a lot of. That orange. wasn't a big thing. Um, but then before that, it's like Florida State in 90, oh, Florida State 93. But that was a different time. It was a different era. That was not in the day. That was not in the age of, hey, I got tickets to this game. I'm going to put them on, you know, whatever ticket site and someone's going to buy them for five, you know, whatever. Right. That was a different. Interestingly, uh, though, that wasn't really the case in 2000 either for Nebraska. True. That is a fair point. Um, I mean, the internet existed, but the ticket sites did not really in 2000. Yeah. So anyway, I still think it's a possibility with Clemson this year. 
It's definitely a possibility. Because it's a bucket list. It's a bucket list thing for... And that is... I've had this discussion with Kyle, who also runs UHND, who we should get him on the pod at some point, I just realized, because it's been a year and he hasn't been on one pod. But anyway... um, and he listens to every single one, by the way, because he'll slack me like, you know, two, three days later, like about something you or I said, but yeah. it's which is funny. Um, he he pointed this out after the Georgia game in 20. What, why am I missing the year? 19. Right. No, 19 yeah. was the year we went to Georgia. 18 was the year they came. No, now I'm messing up the years. 17 was the year that they came to Notre Dame. 19 was the year we went there where we were walking out of the stadium and Georgia fans are, you know, cloud nine uh, and like soaking it all in. And he's just like, this is freaking Disneyland for other, (laughs) for other fans. And we allow it to happen. Like we, as in the collective Notre Dame fan base. And I was like, that is so fair. Like that's such a fair assessment. Like, it is. It's like you have it, somebody like a Clemson fan or Clemson fan base or Georgia or whoever. And it's like, when are we going to get to go up there again? I mean, maybe the thing working in it in in hopefully in Notre Dame's favor this year is like. There are future Notre Dame Clemson games scheduled at Notre Dame Stadium. There was no future Notre Dame Georgia game. There was no future Notre Dame Nebraska right. game yeah. um, you know, scheduled. However, there is uncertainty now about the the, you know, the conference futures for notre dame we again it looks like notre dame is pretty safe as an independent right now but things can change uh so who knows maybe clemson fans say like this might be our only chance we're going to um i just worry about that one in particular and my worry is more so uh, to be honest with you and the notre dame fan base just selling out the tickets because it's like notre dame fans have shown that they will do that more so than other fan bases i feel like sorry to say that yeah Unfortunate. Right. Unfortunate. So, all right, what do we got next? Because we, we we ranted on that one. Well, I ranted on that one. It's the closest <laughs> yeah, to a rant I've had in a while. I like it, it was it was close. Yes. Okay. Um, does Notre Dame attempt an onside kick outside the final two minutes? No. I said yes. Oh, do you think it's a trick onside kick or a necessary like onside kick though? It's like a tr- I guess a trick. Okay. Brian Mason, I can see that. you know, I, I think he's just, I, I think he's got a sneaky Brian Mason, sneaky Brian, sneaky Brian. And he's going to go. <laughs> um, I think, okay. Does an oppo- opposing head coach noticeably whine after a game? If so, who? And I can't remember who I said for this. I said, yes. I think I said Dabo. Ah. He seems a whiner. I wanted to say, I want to say Pat Narduzzi is going to find a way to whine about Notre Dame this year somehow, even though we don't play him. He's going to find a way. Um, so, but he wasn't an opposing coach technically this year, so I couldn't say Pat Narduzzi. But I'm pretty sure I put Sweeney down. So I put down Halfley. Oh. Um, because I think uh, Notre Dame's going to give it to Phil. All right. And he's going to take exception to it. All right. I hope. I mean, give it to him in terms of they're going to boo him or they're just Notre Dame is just not like the Notre Dame. I think Dame, Notre Dame, I think they were, I think, I think they're going to give it to him. Like they're I just think... going to needle him and all that stuff. Wait, again, the fans or the team? The team. Okay. 
I hope so. Like, I want that. I want Notre Dame to take that game personally, too. Hope yeah. Freeman just, like, plays the telecast from 2020 over and over for for them and just be like, this is what happened last time. Yeah. All right, what do we got next? Yeah. All right. Uh, pick the biggest trap game. All right, what do you have? Because now i got to go back and try to remember what I picked for this one. I put Syracuse. Oh. Okay. Do tell. Well, they're actually going to Syracuse. And yeah. it's just like a weird um, – like Clemson goes there, and they always struggle. Um, it's just like a – I don't know, man. It's maybe it's a 2004. Was it 2004? Uh, they went there and it was just terrible. It's right before Clemson too. I think it was three, wasn't it? It was at 03. Whatever season. It was the it last was, game it was of a season. the season. Worst. Yes. No, you're yes. right. It was four. It was just whatever it was. It no, was, it was three. It was three. Those, those seasons are all the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it's just it's it's right before Clemson. Um, oh yeah, it was three because that's the right game after got UNLV. Hurt. Yes, right after UNLV. Yeah, in between, right before Clemson. I, I just think it's going to be. I knew what. I think I, I put it. Syracuse as well. I would have to. Yeah, it, it, it. Our one foot down guys can um, can fact check me on this, but I think I did it too because I was like overlooking, you know, going before Clemson. Because other than that, I don't, I don't know what else you can. You can't classify BYU as a trap game. North Carolina, no, maybe? No, definitely not. Maybe. North, North Carolina Car- is is possible, for sure. If you classify it as a trap game, that means you think that North Carolina is not very good, which we well, might Here's not. the thing. Here's the thing. It's not a trap because you're playing, two, you're playing Ohio State. You're playing Marshall and Cal at home. North Carolina is like the first road game after <laughs> like Ohio State. Like They're going to be ready for that. They're, and they're it's before gonna, the bye. Yeah, like they're not gonna overlook North Carolina, right? Yeah. So Syracuse is like I, I don't think... know if they're good. You know, what is this 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 stadium we're in anyway? It's really weird. Where is where is Syracuse? I don't oh. know. Are you are you just like kneeling Jude right now? No, I'm just saying, like for the players, <laughs> who who has been to Syracuse, right? Like who's fired up to play in Syracuse? No one. You no. know, so um, yeah. The next weekend we got Clemson. Yeah, that's. I think that I'm. I'm fairly certain that is who I put. Yeah. All right. What's um, next? Pick the player who surprises on Notre Dame. Oh. Okay. I do remember who I answered for this one. Go. You want me to go? Okay. Ah. Uh, yes. And this might be contradictory to some other things I said, but whatever. Jalen Sneed. Wow, that would be a surprise. Is this let's go yeah let's go hey hey i've i've there's some things that have been written about mr sneed yeah. re- recently um i didn't jamie have something on him in six thoughts on thursday if uh, i'm not mistaken he did and he mentioned him in the hit and hustle too because i think coming out of spring everybody was like okay he needs some time and yeah. now it's like maybe Apparently he got some time he got some time. Uh, so, and I mean, I was thinking, if you're going to go surprise, it's got to be a real surprise. There's a lot of players that you're like, I know they're going to play. And if I know they're going to play, then I'm like, well, the surprise could be, I guess, 
you know they're going to play, but your surprise is like, hey, they're going to be an impact player. So that could also be a surprise. But I went for somebody that I don't think a lot of fans are thinking is going to you know, make a lot of plays and who I think could make a few. Who you got? I picked Tariq Bracey. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah. Also, I guess also somebody who played a lot who maybe fans aren't expecting that much from, but you, all right. I like him. I think he's, I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's physically there. Um, Yeah. He's in a good spot now in the nickel. Yep. Okay. That's a good one. I like him. All right. All right. Um, Pick your conference championship winners. Ah, shit. This is the one that I'm probably going to, I messed up or not messed up. Who you got? So I at ACC, I went Clemson. Big 12. Yep. Big 12, I went Oakey State. Same. Yep. Uh, SEC. Bama. Bama. Big. Ohio State. Ohio State. Pac-12. Utah. Utah. Yep. Perfect. That's Perfect. who you had, too? That's who I had, yeah. All right. Um, pick the three Heisman finalists to go to New York City. Oh, man. Who did I have? Uh, uh, you know what? I do remember. Okay. I was just saying, I remember I had Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> That's great. All right. <laughs> Sorry, what fellas. Is, None of you are going to New York. We're, we're, so we're the worst. We're the yeah. worst. Since All we, right. we both think who, it. Who are your playoff teams? I had, as I think about this one for a while, I had Bama. Bama. Georgia. Georgia. OSU. Ohio State? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Actually, I had both OSUs because I looked at Ohio Oklahoma State's schedule, and if they win the Big 12 and they win the Big 12 championship, I think they're going to sneak in as the four seed. Okay, so you have Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma State. Yep. Okay. Who you got? All right. I have Bama and Georgia. Yep. I have Notre Dame. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. And I have Utah. I thought about Utah sneaking in there. You know what? Because I, I looked at Utah's too, and and yeah. and, and I think it, you know you get by you get by USC and you get by Oregon, and then maybe you get lucky and it's like Washington in the Pac-12 title game, and it's yeah. like they're gonna stick it. See, they're they're gonna want to stick it to USC and uh, UCLA, UCLA for leaving the Pac-12, and they finally get a Pac-12 team in the playoff. That would be great. All right. Well, what's Notre Dame's record to get in the playoffs then? What? What's their record that they're in the playoffs? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be eleven and one or twelve and zero. It's the only way Notre Dame's getting in the playoffs. So, what do you, which, which, which of those two do you think it's going to be for Notre Dame to get in there? Um, I'm going to say eleven and one. Okay, lost to Ohio State. No, no. Oh, they lose all, no. They lose Let, all the big ones, and yeah. they they or they win all the big ones, big ones. and they yeah. and they lose a stupid one. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg is telling us that Notre Dame is winning the season opener at Ohio State in the horseshoe. I like it. I this like is how the, it's going to go. This is how it's going to go. I like no, the bravado. This is, this is good. Go. This is how it's going to go. They are going to they're going to beat Ohio State. They're going to yep. go to Vegas and they're going to beat BYU. And then I don't think lose. that's as big of a game as everybody thinks, by the way. But that's just me. BYU, but 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 it's still a fun game. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, um, but I mean, I don't think, like, everyone's like, BYU could beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to get the bye week before that. I mean, I think the only thing that could beat Notre Dame there is not BYU is Vegas, and we got a question from the fans about that, yeah. so. Um, I, and I think they're going to lose to Syracuse before Ooh. Clemson. 
And then everyone's going to be like, oh, no, you know, this is the, the ruined everything. Because at that point, Notre Dame's like one or two. Right? Yeah. And so then they drop down to like five. But then they beat Clemson. Yeah. And then you come back and beat Boston College. Boat and then you go Boston on the College. road. And then you go on the road ranked like five against a ranked USC and you beat USC on the road. Wow. Ladies and, and gentlemen, there it is. And it's like, that's Notre Dame. Like that's, it hasn't happened. And, it, and that's how you get in. That's I like it. Yes. I like, I like it. All right. Do we have any more? Mm-mm. We don't. Good. Cause there's a lot of fan questions we got to get through and we're already at an hour and 20. So, all right, let's go through. Um, we got questions from the fans starting with Chris Jenkins as always. Thank you for the questions, Chris over under on carries by estimate for the Ohio state game. He set it at 20 uh, under 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 as well. Chris, I yeah. love the, I love the enthusiasm for estimate, but it yeah, will definitely be under, um, your buddy, Michael Muto says game started by drew pine over under one and a half. He doesn't say why. He just says a game started by Drew Pine. Under. I'm going to go under. It's going to be one. Under as well. Okay. All right. You think like a like a book. What year was the 18 year where, where Wimbledon had to start one? Was it 17? Yeah. No, oh, no. Wait, wait. 17 books started a game for for Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. I was North thinking. Carolina. But then 18, Wimbledon right. had to start. Uh, oh wait, but that's Arthur Wimbush also started. Similar, a similar, similar circumstance. All right, here injury, we go. It's like a weak thing. Peter Smith at his peatness. TB12 over under 3,000 total yards. Total yards? Yes. That include like rushing and passing. Uh, we have to look at the definition of total. I, I, it yards. has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Why why would he say total if it's just passing? Uh over. 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 Way over. I don't know about way over, but it'll way. be over. I mean, I don't way. know. What what's way? I don't know. Eight hundred yards over. That Maybe. would be a hell of a year. I was I thinking think, more like thirty three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Maybe I think he's gonna have about twenty six hundred yards passing and about six to seven hundred yards. Yeah, so it'd probably be like three, four hundred over. Right, yes. Anyway. Okay, Clutch Sports Notre Dame asks, do you think Freeman is trying to conceal as much as possible with Buckner not playing in the spring game, Jay Pat being questionable for Ohio State, uh, not showing too much in practice settings for the media, et cetera? I might be off, but it seems like Freeman is trying to keep things hidden. I mean, I think it's not like a seems. I mean, it, it, it is, Freeman's keeping things buttoned up more so than BK did. I mean, By a lot. yeah. We don't know anything. Exactly. Kelly liked to talk. And he liked to. It's not even that. I mean, we we haven't seen them. We haven't seen uh, the linemen do one-on-ones and pads. Yeah. He's definitely. And now camp is broken. (laughs) Things are definitely much more uh, buttoned up these days in terms of what is is getting out. Even, I mean, even, you know, the, the guys on the beat, they're not getting the nuggets that, you know. They used to get like you're not seeing a whole lot of like ah, Intel posts on the pay sites either this year, like you used to in, in years past. So Freeman's yeah. keeping things, you know, he's running a tight ship. 
All right, we got Drew Brennan at Drew Brennan 77. Over under touchdowns by Ohio State wide receivers, setting it at four and a half. Uh, under. Under as well. They're, they're Notre Dame's not giving up five passing touchdowns. Um, so this is not an over under, but Andrew Callen asks us in honor of last year's Diggs or Colsey TD bet, who is this year's first freshman to score? Okay, so there's, there's, um, at least just on offense, right? There's yeah. Merriweather. There's Merriweather. Raritan. There's Raritan stays. Um, Payne, Payne, possibly in a garbage time TD. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's a superstar. That's um, also true. I'm, I'm going Merriweather. I would say Tobias as well. You could also put in Jaden Mickey on like some sort of pick six. That's true. Or Benjamin um, uh, Morrison. Or Ben Morrison. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I would say Tobias. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go Tobias. Um, over Also from Andrew says, over under one and a half players mysteriously unavailable to play during or after the Las Vegas trip. Uh, I, I think I, I think that's going to be it won't be for Vegas because oh. because the coaches will be so hyper uh, aware of like the rules and cracking down on that sort of thing. Right. Like that's yeah. the one where they're going to really be checking. Um, it'll be the next one. It, 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 I don't know about the next one, but it's like one where you don't think, right? Like it's when the guard is down, basically. Okay. I might go over. I think someone's good. Someone's gonna, you know, <laughs> get a bunch of eighteen to twenty-two year olds in Vegas. Someone's gonna do something stupid. Um, you get a bunch of thirty-two year olds in Vegas. Someone's gonna do something stupid. So, I mean, I think uh, my, I think that that's like the one fear I have of that game. Um, we have Rudy's bloody Jersey. Um, here we go. <laughs> All right. If Notre Dame wins in Columbus and Josh gets his credentials over under dirty looks, he gets from Ohio state beat writers set at 13 and a half when he cheers for Notre Dame. Um, way over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I have no idea if they have that. How many, how many Ohio State beat writers will be there? But uh, thirteen and a half seems like a lot of Ohio State beat writers. That's, I mean, that sounds about right to me. Okay. It just, it just in terms of like, I mean, like Notre Dame, right? Like, how many beats do we have that are in the booth? Uh, there's a difference. We have four or five, but still, yeah. like, we have four or five, and some are sending. I mean, most most are sending two at least some are sending three yeah so. all right so we'll go over we'll go over yeah. all right here we go we got us our buddy oscar um at vamos irish it's a multi-parter it's his trademark these days over under couches burned in columbus on september 3rd he sets it at one and a half uh over over they burn when they lose. Like, I mean, typically you only burn, when they burn couches on big wins. I don't know. I don't know either. Cause I don't, uh, I mean, that's a, like a bad, I mean, you can make a joke there that neither of us know that. Um, I feel like it's, it's, it's for larger wins. And I, to be honest, I don't think Ohio state is taking this game seriously. I know Ohio state fans are definitely not taking this seriously. They are taking this as a game that is going to be one of their easier games. 
I saw some, you know, Ohio State moron on Twitter today say, like, first-year head coach, first-year quarterback, Ohio State is going to win by five touchdowns. Come on. How many games? I mean, I'm sure, you know, Ohio State won a few games by five touchdowns last year, but, you're no, sorry. They're not taking it seriously at all. So I don't think they would burn. If if they win, I don't think they're going to burn couches because I think they expect to win. But I think they would. Um, Over, under. Woj to God. Yeah, if they lost. Yes, I don't know. Then hopefully over if that's if that's yeah. what it takes to win. Um, okay, next up from Oscar, we have over under of at Woj to God fawning over Freeman sideline attire. The line is set at ten and a half. And Oscar later clarifies to say that a fawning is just one game, meaning that even though he might fawn over one specific game and outfit five times in one game. It only counts as one fawning. So basically, is Freeman going to have 11 sideline attires that are so good that somebody like Woj to God, who our buddy <laughs> who, uh, who who wants to purchase some of the, uh, the Freeman collection that Under Armour is unjustifiably keeping under locks? Um... I'm going to say under. I, I am as well, because there's going to be some that are just like, meh, normal. Well, I think Woj is just going to, he's going to, he's going to rein it in after a bit. Okay. Yeah. He'll be all okay. Right. Um, all right. Next one is over under calories consumed on game days this season, including postseason games, food only. The line is at 27,500 calories. Oscar later clarifies, because I asked, I said, just all day or just during games? Um, he told me that it was game, <laughs> game time and game time adjacent, but not the whole day. Yeah. So basically, whatever you eat before, right before the game, during the game, and then after the game. Um. So one, it depends on how many games he's saying, including the postseason. So if you say the playoffs, it's a minimum of thirteen, but it could be fourteen. All right, so twenty thousand five hundred thirteen. That's two thousand. It's around two thousand. It's about like twenty one hundred calories. Um, I'll say over then. It's because he said game time and game time adjacent. Yeah, because that's the two meals. well, yeah, right, right. And so uh, during the game, I famously don't eat. Famously. <laughs> and so, well, no, but in like my house, like yeah. I, can't, I don't eat, right? Like yeah. I I usually make food, but then I don't eat it because I'm usually yeah. jacked up. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, like it's like I'm starving, right? So um, and when you're starving, that usually leads to poor decisions. Um yeah. But I always eat, so I always eat, like, I try to eat enough to where, um, you know, I'm covered for the game, pre-game, and then after the game, I, I do the same. Like, I, you know, I'm hungry at that point. And, then yeah. I, and usually by then, it's like, because I'm so hungry, I've made the decision, like, oh, I'm going to get, like, a burger and fries or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I would say, you know, <laughs> I would say over. Over 13 games, I would say over. Yeah. 
once I start adding it up, I hope it's under for me just because I'm also I mix in the, the you know the IPA calories add up as Brendan from One Foot Down pointed out. Like Brendan, don't no, ever talk about the IPA calories again on Twitter, please. I don't need to see them in numbers. I know what they mm-hmm. are as I drink them, but uh, I mean, it'll, you know what? I'm actually I am going to say under, and here is why. Because unlike previous years where I could get away with sitting around on the couch most of Saturdays and just watching things, I'm not going to be able to do that this fall with a little guy who's about to turn one. So I'm not going to have an opportunity to consume 2,000 plus calories probably just during the games uh, this year. So I'll say under. Um, all right, next up, we got um, our buddy, the Puzzle Dipshit uh, username on Twitter <laughs> as as over under one and a half games that come down to last minute kicks from groupie. Oh, <laughs> I mean, one and a half. Yeah. I mean, okay. So last year was two. Yeah. Last year was two. Um, Let's see, 2020. Was 2020 like any? Mm, let's see, I got the schedules right here. I'm going to say under. Under? All it's, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't want, I, I can't. I, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be more than that. So I'm Wait, what was, it. what am I missing here? What was the, oh, wait, is that, I'm trying to, what what was the second one last year? Oh, Florida, was, Florida State, Florida, Florida State, State, Florida yeah. State in overtime. That's right. Yeah. I'm thinking. I was just thinking Virginia Tech. Okay, that's right. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. All right. Um, this is. I think this is the last one. So we'll, we'll wrap it up after this. Uh, this goes along with Oscar's question about Freeman sideline attire, but uh, Brian uh, Jung. Ask us over under on dope ass hoodies worn by Marcus Freeman on the sidelines that won't be available to the common man. I'm setting the line at two and a half because we know the Shamrock uh, hoodie is one way over. Yeah, I mean, to be fair though, too, it's like let's be honest, Freeman's gonna like Freeman's gonna wear something that we're like, that's awesome. I need to buy that. That even when we do buy it, we're gonna be like. Well, it doesn't look like that on me. Uh, at least it's going to be a lot of us saying that. Uh, so, yeah, probably. Well, though, let's see. Also, it's again, it's hoodies. So when is he going to wear a hoodie versus like a zip up versus a jacket? I think it might actually be under. If it's straight hoodies. Because even think, well, I don't know, like, is it going to be hoodie weather? On October eighth in Vegas, probably not. Um, yeah, no. I haven't been to Vegas in October, so I don't know. Um, I oh, wait. No, actually, I have. Yeah, it was warm. So yeah, I don't think I'll, I'll say under because I, I just don't think he'll have. Well, I guess if he's not wearing, I guess that's a good point. He he may not be wearing hoodies at all. So exactly, he's not becoming. I tell you what, I tell you, mother of the pod probably would not approve of a head coach wearing a hoodie. Especially if he crosses his arms. Exactly. So, all right. I, I think that was the last. I'm going to double double check. I think that was the last of the questions that we had for this week. It was. It was. 
So, all right, man. Hey, like I said, I'm gonna. We had no new reviews, like I mentioned in the in the lead-in. We would like some of those. They make us feel better, everybody. So if y'all can leave some, preferably five stars, that talk about how much y'all like us, we would we would appreciate it. it makes us feel good. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's that that is the over under. See, yeah, season prediction uh, prediction pod for this year. We'll see how we do when we go back and look at this in uh, in January. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you sound very enthused after an hour and a half. Of, uh, I just can't wait. I just can't wait to to find out how wrong I was. You know, it's well, going to be great. Like I said, nobody's right on any of these. Even even the folks you know who are paid the big bucks to do this are wrong all the time, all the mm-hmm. time. So hey, as long as we're right a little bit, we're we're doing something right. So all right, everybody. Hey. Thank you, as always, for the questions. Thank you for listening. We got real football coming up here, but like I said, nine, ten days. We're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to be talking. We're going to stop talking hypotheticals. We're not going to be talking over unders, and we're going to be talking about what happened on the field. So I think we are both very excited to be doing that in uh, in not too long. So again, thank you for listening. As always, go Irish.